listening to the official podcast of the congregation, A Place of Discovery, with Pastor Tim Story. Could you put up uh, Psalms chapter 1? You're going to love today's teaching. Psalms chapter 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the path of the sinners, or take sit in the company of the mockeries, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. That person, say that's me, is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yield its fruit in season, whose leaves shall not wither. And whatever he does shall prosper. I want you to say that. Say, whatever he does shall prosper. Let's try that again. Say, whatever I do shall prosper. Now, for those that do not know how I make a living, uh, one of the things I do is I life coach people. And to be honest with you, it's, it's expensive, but the people I life coach, they should pay for it because <laughs> they're running big companies and I life coach people. And so when I life coach people, I'll say to them on a scale of one to 10, how's your physical life doing? And many times they'll say like uh, uh, a five or a six. How's your financial life? Most people I life coach will say a nine or a 10. How's your family doing? Most people that I coach will go real low. And I'll say, um, how's your spiritual life? A lot of times they'll say kind of in the middle. And so what I find is that they're very strong in one area and very weak in another area. It's, it's very much like the gym. When a lot of men go to the gym, they work their, their upper bodies and then they don't work their legs. How many ever seen some men that look like they're a little bit off? Come on, somebody. <laughs> yeah. And even if you're sitting next to your husband who's got small legs, say amen. So I believe this, and um, when I'm speaking at these conferences with whether Grant Cardone or Gary Vee or all these people that are supposed to be good at what we do, a lot of them, they teach that they don't believe in, in, in balanced success. I do believe in balanced success. I believe that you could prosper in every area of your life. So the world may say, no, you got to be unbalanced and you, you, you got to be on your grind and you, you got you to you be on your grind. And you're so tired that you look beat up. I don't believe in that. I believe that we are blessed. Psalms 1. Blessed is the man. Just say that. Say, I'm blessed. So can I break this down? This is like four hours of research that I'm going to give you in just a couple minutes. When it says blessed is a man, that means that you have been gifted and anointed with satisfaction and happiness. Say this, say, I have been gifted and anointed with satisfaction and happiness. So Manny, my golfing partner and my friend, that means I don't have to go chase happiness. I don't have to chase satisfaction. God knew that I would chase it if I wasn't careful because the world is chasing. See, the world is chasing and they say, okay, if I could do this, then I'll be happy. Then if I could do that, then I'll be happy. Then I, if I could do this, then I'll be happy. That's why they put off things. They put life on layaway. 
It's great teaching. When I get through college, then I'll be happy. You just put life on layaway. When I get married, look at me, then I'll be happy. You just put life on layaway. When I get divorced from that fool, come on, somebody, then I'll be happy. <laughs> when my kids get out the house, then I'll be happy. You, you just keep putting life on layaway. But blessed is a man, you're anointed people. You're gifted with satisfaction, happiness. That's why Psalms 23, if you're taking notes, says this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not, what? Want. The Lord, look at me, is your shepherd, you shall not want. The word want in the Hebrew means you shall not have anxious desire. Somebody say, okay. All right, so if your finances are not where they're supposed to be, that's okay. We're going to get them there. If your body's not where it's supposed to be, we're going to get you better. If your mind is, is going through things because pain is hit, we're going to get you better. It is a process of better. Church teaches us a process of better. Jesus teaches us a process of better. Clap your hands like you're getting better. Come on, come on, clap real big. We're getting better. Okay. So what I have found in my life is that success leaves clues. So i got to break down this word success. It means a favorable outcome. It means a triumph. It means a victory. It means prosperity. So again, we don't chase success. We have success. <laughs> and we manifest success. So good. In fact, you've been sentenced to success. When you got born again, Jesus became sin for you, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. Jesus became sin for you who knew no sin that you might become righteous. You are sentenced to success. You're going to live on this earth a long time. You're going to thrive. Psalms 92, 12 says the righteous are like a palm tree. You will still bear fruit in your old age. You will remain fresh and green. And even if you get hit by stuff, you are built to continue to bounce back. You are sentenced to success. Now, so even though you are on earth, watch me, and you've been hit, you bounce back, you've been hit, you've been, you bounce back, you've been hit, you bounce back. Even though you've been hit and bounce back, you are living eternally. You will live eternally. This is real. When you pass, which I've been in the room when, when some people have passed, and some of you have seen people pass that are close to you. I've been in the room because of what I do for a job when people, when their spirit leaves. And it's very strange because one minute it was there, next minute something sh shifted. But they shifted from glory to glory, just that fast. So your, 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 your earthly tent will, will, will stay, but your spirit will take off. And the Bible says that you will get a glorified body. So you have to understand that you're set up and sentenced to success, and we just have to cooperate, we have to work through the obstacles, we have to keep our hope alive, we have to realize, watch how powerful this is, is that we are not like the rest of the world who's running to and fro, trying to fix this stuff and work it out, because we are not temporal beings. We are eternal. 
The world is scared because they think temporal. I ain't scared because I live eternal. For Jesus has given you what? Eternal life. Clap your hands like you have eternal life. How many are loving this so far? So God sent you to success, Psalms 1, a favorable outcome, a triumph, a victory, a prosperity. Now, when you have a mission, there's going to be an opposition to your mission. Okay? As you've heard me say before, you try to lose weight, they're going to build a Krispy Kreme across the street from your house. And there will be a hot, a hot sign on. They have done messed up Imperial Boulevard. Because when I go from my house to my mother's house in La Mirada, they have messed it up. They have put a Tommy's hamburgers, come on somebody, on Imperial on the right side. That used to be my go-to, Kelly. Back in the day when we used to go dancing, are you with me, Kelly? We 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 would hit Tommy's late at night, like at two, three in the morning. You you don't realize what you're eating at two and three in the morning. Come on, people. And they have, they have messed me up because they got Kelly. They got they got Tommy's on the right, and then you keep going. How in the world have they now put up Popeyes in La Mirada? On the right side. So they they messed up my Imperial Drive, Imperial Highway. But so that's the same thing with life, is that you could watch, you could have a mission, a goal, a goal, a goal. So so all my friends that are teaching online, all the influencers, good ones and bad ones, are teaching, are teaching about this mission. But let me tell you something. They're going to be an opposition to your mission. For you do not battle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, put on the whole armor of God. And having done all to stand, keep on standing. And that's what we're doing in this church. We are teaching you to stand and keep on standing. Stand and keep on standing. Stand and keep on standing. People like you do not give up. Clap your hands and shout. Come on, you don't... You don't, you don't give up. So success leaves clues. A clue is a piece of evidence or information used in the detection of solving a mystery. I think life is a mystery. I don't know how you feel about it, but I think, I think it's a mystery. Like a lot of things I used to believe when I was 20, not so much just about religion, just about people or life. I've come to think different now that I'm 34. The mystery of life isn't a problem that you should set out to solve, Frank Herbert says, but a reality that you should learn to just experience and enjoy. See, some of you are tripping because you got a gray hair. Thank God you're old enough to get one. Come on, somebody. Some of you are thrown off because you're losing some of your hair. Thank God that you got to that age where you could even lose some hair. Some of you are thrown off because that AARP sent something to your home. Thank God you're old enough that they sent something to your home. So the mystery of life isn't a problem that you should just constantly be in that 
detective mode to solve it. I think some of you, you're just overwhelmed and you're over, over exhausting yourself by just thinking so much that if I get that right and this right and that right and this right and that right, sometimes it's just a mystery. Sometimes your mother, you'll never figure her out. She's a mystery. Sometimes your father is, look at me, is just a mystery. Sometimes the, whatever president we had, have, or will have is, 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 is a mystery. Look at me. Things, just, things are just a mystery. A mystery. It's not always a problem just to be solved, but a reality to be experienced and enjoyed. It seems like the older I get, because, it's, because I've designed myself this way and I'm renewing my mind so much, is that I enjoy even the undone moments. I, I, I enjoy things even when they're not like perfect or I'll be out flying somewhere. Like two weeks ago, I had a six-hour layover in San Francisco because the fog hit. And I made the best of my layovers. I wasn't tripping. I wasn't trying to like, get on an early flight. Ooh, because I'm so important. Come on, somebody. I just, I just relaxed and just said, this is part of life. Clap your hands if you're learning something good. I want you to say this. Say, things that I've learned from people who know. I have an unfair advantage on you because my life is dealing daily with people and their journey by life coaching people. I life coach on the average two to three people a day. That's part of when you saw me in Florida, that's what I was doing. I was working with a bank and then I was life coaching some people in Miami. And I have found that success leaves clues and there are things that I've learned from people who know because there's a lot of things I didn't know but I learned them from people who know. And one of the things that I found on this road to success, this, this journey, is that successful people allow their dreams to come out of them. A dream is a strong desire, it's a goal, it's a purpose. It's a wish at times. You, you know what I'm hoping for that in 2020 that you will allow your dreams to just flow out. Not just try to like, look at me, push your dream through. But sometimes the dream just needs to just go, hey. I believe if there was more faith in God, Al, that more people would just let the, the dream just flow. So there was a, a famous baseball player, I will not say his name, but he was playing for a team, and he asked me to life coach him about 10 years ago. And he was hitting about 320, 320, which is high. He got a contract for $28 million for about three years to play for another team. And his average went from 320, listen to this, all the way down to 240. And he was under so much pressure, he could not sleep, he could not think right. And he says, Tim, I feel like Every time I get up to hit now, I'm just thinking, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. Because now the people at the new team were booing him because he went to a team called the Yankees 
and the, the Yankees play in New York. Come on, somebody. And how many know they will, they will boo over there just like Showtime at the Apollo? So he had come to one environment where he was a star hitting 320, takes the big money, goes to New York, and they're just booing him out of the stadium. So he brings in Tim's story. He tried to pay me a lot of money. I wouldn't even take the money because I just felt sorry for him. I, I, I wouldn't even take his money. And so I said to him, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go back to when you were hitting the ball better. Let's go back to when you were hitting 320. Watch how powerful this is. And we're going to watch the old footage over and over and over. And he picked up something from his batting back that time. He says, look at my bat. He says, I was just moving it. I was free. I was smiling. I was talking to the catcher. I was joking with the opposing team. He goes, I never do this. Same thing with you. If you go back to a lot of times you've been very successful, you weren't so uptight. Some of you are, are so uptight, you're missing the break. You're missing the moment. You're missing the flow. You're missing the anointing. You're missing the joy. You're, you're missing the God elements. Clap your hands like you're catching this. Come on, people. You guys are on. Successful people let their dreams flow. Say, let it flow. They let their dreams flow through them. Quit, quit trying to, look at me. Quit trying to pressure, quit trying to press your dream out. Let it flow. Maya Angelou says, nothing will work unless you learn to let it work. Nothing will work unless you learn to let it work. What does she mean by that? <laughs> you need to let it flow. You need to, you need to, well, what about, how am I going to, but I got to, but somebody, but somebody, what about, hit it, and then my, and then my daughter, then my son, then my grandkid, come on, somebody, and then, then I got five pounds, then I need new hair extensions, don't have the money, come on, somebody, then I, I need Botox, I need, slow down, say, let it flow. A second thing about the success, because we're, we're leading towards something, is that people who do well like you, they have uncommon thinking. The word uncommon means not normal, not the standard. The definition of thinking is rational judgment. It's, it's intelligence. But they have uncommon thinking. And, I, and I, again, I find that when you have a lot of stress, you don't give yourself a lot of time to have uncommon thinking. See, little kids, watch, they have time to think uncommon thoughts. Watch. I'm Spider-Man. Watch. I'm Superman. You've heard me say this before. There ain't no kid that ever says, I'm Loser Man. <laughs> say this. Say, I think uncommon what? Thoughts. Three ways to cultivate uncommon thinking. Number one, be careful what you read. I'm freakish about this. I don't read silly stuff. Secondly, be careful what you see. I'm freakish about that. If I see something even on TV that throws me off, I will turn it. Be careful what you read. Be careful what you see. And be careful what you hear. I'm freakish about that too. I don't like to partake in silly talk. Low frequency talk. 
put up that scripture, Romans chapter 10. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. Faith comes by hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. Another translation says, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Say that, say faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Now, there's, there's one reason that I'm so strong in faith is because I brainwash myself. So I've, I've already studied the Bible one hour today, and it's not just because it's Sunday. I do it at least an hour every single day because I need to brainwash myself. You say, what do you mean brainwash? Because I throw some people off. Yeah, I brainwash myself. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice holy unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world. I'm not. I'm not tripping. Who's in leadership? Mm-hmm. Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. He, 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 I'm not conformed to this world. I am transformed by the renewing of my mind through the word of God, through what God says about the situation. Clap your hands. Come on, somebody. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up this illustration that's in my notes, even though I've used it a couple of times at this church. But it was, you know, I was in Kiev, Ukraine, and speaking at the Madavis Church, that great church of about 6,000 people, and Miriam comes to this church. I mean, it's one of the greatest churches in the world. And they, and they had put me in this really nice hotel, and uh, I got a fruit basket. And has anybody ever woke up in the middle of the night and just been hungry? Lift your hands. Has anybody ever woke up in the middle of the night in a hotel and couldn't find anything to eat? Lift your hands. So well, I got good news. When you go to these co conventions that I speak at in these churches, they got fruit baskets. And so there was a fruit basket and there was, there was, there was an apple. Just listen. So it's three in the morning. I got jet lag and I was just in a good mood. And I turned on the TV and this is a true story. For some reason, there was a channel coming from like the Middle East and they had camel racing. And I was watching these camels race. I'm like, this is interesting for a kid who came from where I came from. They got camels racing. <laughs> so I'm eating my apple watching camel racing at three in the morning. And then I start to choke. So I was so happy watching the camels, I choked. I started to choke and it lodged and stopped. For real, this is a true story. I couldn't breathe. So, so all of a sudden, like most people be like, Woo! Because my mind is so renewed, I thought, I ain't dying in the Ukraine watching camels. Come on, people. That's not the way to go out. <laughs> you know, because at my funeral, you know, if I was to die early, which I'm not going to, but you, there would be some real famous people singing and real famous people talking. I'm not going to have them say, he went out like he wanted to. <laughs> he was watching camels.
So, so watch. I'm choking. This is good illustration for some of you because some of you, you're like, whoa, something happened and then, oh, something went, went wrong in my life. And so now it looks like you're choking and dying. It, it feels like you're choking and dying, but I'm here to tell you, God is going to make a way where there was no way. Clap your hands and shout. Did you catch this? God is going to make a way. You say, I'm in debt. God's going to make a way where there was no way. I can't lose weight. God's going to make a way where there was no way. I'm struggling with cancer. God's going to make a way where there was no way. My family is challenged. God's going to make a way where there was no way. Our country is challenged. God is going to make a way where there was no way. You have uncommon thinking. Clap your hands, people. We do not think like everybody else. Dr. Israel, isn't this powerful? Because you've been there before on the road. We, we were friends and we talked. When you're on the road, I'm, I'm all by myself. I was all by myself and I'm choking on an apple. Never got nervous. I just went like. <clears throat> but you got to be in, around me enough to know I'm kind of creative. So I'm thinking, okay, somehow I got this lodge. I got the Heimlich maneuver myself <laughs> now i've talked to three doctors about this you, you know you know our friend dr bartlett in 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 odessa I, i've talked to three different doctors about this and they all go this must have been god because what you did would not work so i saw i saw this there was a wall and it protruded out. You know what I'm saying by that page? Because you work with houses. There was like a, a place in the wall where it protruded out. And I thought, if I go fast enough, boom. Because <laughs> you got seconds. This is, you don't got like minutes. Like, <laughs> let me check the dimensions. The camels are still racing. True story. I talked to three doctors. They said, this was a miracle because that was a bad idea. I saw the thing and I went. Ah! That hurt so bad. But I thought, I didn't get it the right area. The second time, I think one of my angels helped watch. I came back so fast. I hit that thing in the apple dislodged. I think an angel went like this, went <laughs> Clap your hands that I'm alive. Come on, people. Say, be not conformed to this world. So here's what I want to say to you. Quit, quit getting dramatic in the midst of the drama. If you want to wear a mask when you travel, wear a mask. But I'm believing that that's not going to come nigh your dwelling place. I believe that you're going to live long and strong and be healthy and healed. But if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. 
I was traveling last night. There were masks all over the plane. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I didn't tell you don't wear a mask. Wear three masks. Just hear me out. I'm a wise person. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But God is still with you with the mask or without the mask. <laughs> Clap your hands like he's with you. Come on, people, renew your mind. Say, faith cometh by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. Successful people have the right partners. Say, that's me. So that's what we're teaching on. Wait till next week, next week, next week. I got three lessons just, 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 just piled up. Listen to this. Mayo Clinic says... By having the right partners in your life, number one, it increases your lifespan. Ooh. But by having the wrong partners in your life, what do you think is going to come next? It decreases your lifespan. So which one do we choose? Door number one, where Carol Merrill is standing? Come on, somebody. Or door number two, I'm talking about let, let's make a deal. How many are old enough to remember let's make a deal? Please lift your hands. And for you that are not old enough, please YouTube it. <laughs> but there's like a door number one, door number two, door number three. So Mayo Clinic says by having the right partners, it increases your lifespan. By having the wrong partners, it decreases. By having the right partners, it decreases depression. By having the wrong partners, it increases. I think some reasons that you're down has nothing to do with you. It has to do with who is hooked up to you. Has anybody ever played Legos or seen a child with Legos? Lift your hands how you could like hook them on to each other. Some of you have hooked up some Legos to you. Come on, somebody. You have hooked some people up. And you have all these dreams. You go, to, you go to a Tony Robbins and you jump around for three days. Come on, somebody. Or you go to some other kind of place and you come out going, I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. If I could get these fools off my legs. <laughs> Wave say good teaching. Mayo Clinic says, by having the right partners, it increases your opportunities. By having the wrong partners, it what? Decreases. So let me tell you where you're headed this year. Increase, 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 increase. Come on, keep on clapping. Come on, come on. Come on, keep clapping like you're headed for the increase. Keep, come on, keep clapping. Now, if that's the case, there needs to be some changes. Put up Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20, and I have four minutes to finish this. Walk with the wise and become wise. But a companion of what? Say it again. Who has ever dated a fool? Lift your hands. See, some of you won't lift your hands because you're with your significant other. You're like, I, I never dated. I told you I never dated. I was 48 when 
when I met you, I was a virgin. <laughs> Great testimony. Awesome. Walk with the wise. Say, become wise. Say, become wise. See, I admit there have been areas in my life, in my 20s and in my 30s and in my 40s, where I was not as wise, but now that I'm older, I am becoming wise. In this church called the Congregation, whether you're watching online, the 1,500 of you, or all the people that are here today, we are getting better every day because we're teaching you the Word of God. We are becoming wise. Somebody clap your hands and shout real big. You're becoming wise. Come on, keep clapping. You're becoming wise. See, 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 somebody can say to you, oh, you, you don't know what you did. You did you, you being him. Then you went, my man, and then you did that, and then the ma-ha-ha, and then you went to him. Then, then that, that happened, and, and I won't even say all the things they say about you. But then it is, they don't understand that you have chosen to become wise. Walk with the wise and become wise, comma, for companion, companion doesn't mean it's a slight hookup. It means it's a close association as in partnership. So it's okay to go to Starbucks with a fool. Come on, wave your hands. You can even go to the movies with a fool. Come on, somebody. But if you date a fool too long, They're going to have foolish talks, foolish activities. Come on, somebody. Foolish, weird problems. And they're going to have foolish friends that are even more foolish than themselves. You walk with the wise, you become wise. So let me close with this. You walk with the wise, it says you stack up more wisdom. You walk with the wise, look at me, you stack up more wisdom. You walk with the wise, you stack up more wisdom. You are going to have a lot of money in this world because you are going to walk with the wise and stack up more wisdom. Some of you are going to own one house, then the second house, then the third house, don't get mad at yourself because you're going to walk with the wise. You're going to stack up more wisdom. You're going to be in the best shape of your life within the next two years because you walk with the wise. You will stack up more wisdom. Clap your hands. I'm done speaking today. Thanks for listening to the Congregation Podcast. For more information about the congregation, including gathering times, locations, and how you can give and support the community, check us out online at www.congregationchurch.com.